we sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Tell you Welcome why the day is sunny. Gentlemen, to drink in the style. I'm your host, Gregory Rich. I'm going to help you kill your Saturday, Sunday, or God knows what evening with a little bit of drink and conversation. Welcome. Tonight's subject, it's going to be art. It's going to be art and perhaps the world's first metrosexual Viking. I have, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, a fantastic guest, one of my most adored individuals that I love, <laughs> Minneapolis-based, wonderfully talented, insanely creative artist, Matthew G.G. Holm is with us. Matthew, how are you? I'm great. I'm doing well. And I am... <laughs> I was unprepared for the humor right off the bat, but thank you. That was great. That was... It's, it's all part of the service to you, Mr. Holm. It really, really is. And not lost a, for a second on me. And we're going to discuss for a little bit what the GG stands for. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to save that until we're a few drinks in. Because <laughs> oh, boy. There are some interesting opportunities. <laughs> in addition to Matthew, one of my favorite artists in the Minneapolis area, one of my favorite people, and one of my favorite co-hosts from time to time and guests from time to time is with us, none other than the lovely Bethany Reed Peterson. Bethany, welcome back. Thank you, Gregory. It's good to be here on this special holiday episode of Drink in the Style. It is. And I believe, Matthew, you're going to be singing Sleigh Bells later, correct? You actually are a singer. Oh, yeah. We didn't tell you that, but you're going to sing Sleigh Bells. Sleigh Bells? Yeah. (laughs) Like, in what style? Like, I'm thinking reggae. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not, I'll give you a little time to think about that it. That better be a good drink. Well, that is a great intro. Well done. Top yeah. notch. You've just totally directed us into the cocktail part of our program. Now, Bethany is normally a guest, of course. And, of course, you've co-hosted, like, the Booze in the News show that we do from time to time. The infamous Booze in the News the show. Infam- shoe? Show? It's Haven't a, even had a drink yet. Can't even pronounce it's a really my words. Shoe. Yes. It's a really big shoe. Yes, really indeed. Big shoe. Really big shoe. Anyone yes. who's uh, 75 or older will know exactly what we're talking about, and they probably just <laughs> died laughing, literally. <laughs> um, Bethany, you are mixing a cocktail, and I know absolutely nothing about what you have in mind, so... Take it away. Tell us what right. we're doing. So, okay, well, here's something. How am I going to hold this damned microphone and mix the drink? Oh, that's a good question. This is the fun part of the show. Okay. I should, I should let our listeners know we are experimenting. We've been experimenting for a little bit with a new format. And currently we're recording in my office at the District to Dinah, which is a beautiful office, and we wanted to show it off. I didn't design it, so I can be proud of it without being arrogant. And um, thank you. And we're beautiful. going to try to create a program that's a little more cocktail party oriented than our traditional discussion show, so or uh, interview style show. So what I'm going to do, actually, because you just created a, a realization, which is that uh, <laughs> you do not uh, have the ability to mix and hold a microphone. I'm going to stand here and I'm going to do like an interview type of a thing. Oh, on I like the radio. this. Nice. There we go. Okay. okay. So what are we drinking? All right. So we are drinking. You guys can actually help me name the drink. 
This because, is something you created? Well, n- I mean, no. It's something that Pinterest created, but I think they just called it like a winter old-fashioned. I'm like, we can do better oh boy. Okay. than a winter old-fashioned. So I know that Matthew loves bourbon. I know that he loves old fashions. Mm. I know Good that I man. wanted to make a drink tonight where I was not worried about the cocktail shaker just exploding everywhere in your beautiful office. So I thought, let's keep it simple, shall we? Like so simple. we're doing simple a variation, a holiday-ish variation of an old-fashioned. Fantastic. So, I'll take your microphone and... Alrighty. Thank you, sir. I will uh, hold it. Actually, I'll just hold it here and you can discuss. All right. So we are doing, for our old-fashioned of sorts for this holiday season, we're doing two ounces of dickle rye, which I just discovered. It's delicious. Are you familiar with the dickle pickle? No, <laughs> I'm not. The, I'm not. That could go either way. I, I know, I know, I know. You know what? Let's get the rocks out first. Okay, fair enough. All but right. while she's doing that very quickly, a dickle pickle is a great hangover remedy. Specifically, it is uh, half uh, pickle brine, half dickle rye. I know, it sounds absolutely terrible, especially on a Sunday morning at uh, 11 a.m., but trust me, it is a really good remedy. I would drink that. I am glad to hear that. I'd be disappointed if you didn't. You you don't look like a man who'd be frightened of pickles. I like pickles, actually. Do you know I was like 35 before I discovered that, that pickles were actually cucumbers? Yes. Really? Yeah. I swear to God. it's. I, I think I was like 34, so there you go. <laughs> you were an overachiever. <laughs> okay, how much... Okay, well, this was stupid because I can't get these rocks in the glass. We'll start on this side. How about that? There we go. All right. Two ounces of dickle rye per drink. Okay. Pouring in and dickel rye again available anywhere. It's not a very expensive rye. Oh, no, I think it's like what, like 20, thirty bucks maybe. 30 bucks, mm-hmm. Okay, this is where it's going to get interesting for anyone who's watching on YouTube. You know the predicament. The rocks, the rocks are not actually fitting into the glasses. You got the big uh, square ones, and yeah, yes. how are we going to do this, guys? Can we just push it in? Let's let's try it. Let's try it. Oh, I don't want to break your glasses. That's okay. We can try to um, scoot it around a bit. Maybe that'll help. Right. There we go. I think we can do it. See, All look right. at this immediate product production issues. But I, know. This I have is a the loyal, I have a loyal listenership. They'll they'll stick with us through I this. Have every faith in the world that this is going to turn out fantastic. This is going to turn yeah. out great. Yeah. Who needs a cocktail shaker when you can spin the rock in the rocks glass? It's kind of an interesting right. thought. It makes a nice sound too. We'll try that out. We'll try that out. Okay, let's okay. keep going. Two ounces of our dickle rye. Okay, so I'm going to start telling you about the simple syrup that's required for this. It's really easy. I was going to say it's really simple, but that's the point of it. Mm, um, it's very simple, easy. Simple you just make a rosemary tea. Um, so you take fresh rosemary and you steep it for a few minutes. You started out with a simple, simple syrup. And now you've got rosemary oh, in it? Shoot. This is getting all over your table, oh, right? that's okay. Oh, right. It's a good thing it's a glass top. But, okay, so start with rosemary. Okay, so you infused. take fresh rosemary and you, yeah, you basically just kind of, I like to call it like a rosemary tea. You just basically um, boil it for about five minutes. We're not getting any drinks in this actual cocktail, Greg. It's okay. Oh, my it's God. Um, when's new cur- <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, thank you for, it's, it's a coming attraction. 
love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, so what you do is you have the, the rosemary, you infuse it for a little bit, like five minutes on a simmer. Okay. And then um, you do, so if you have a cup of that rosemary tea that you create, then you do a half a cup of sugar and half a cup of maple syrup to make your simple syrup. Okay. Okay, so, that is the most complicated I mean, simple syrup I've ever heard, it's but not, it it's, sounds you know, amazing. And then you do three bar spoons. And this might be a bit too much. We'll see. This is a pretty big bar spoon. It is indeed. One, but fabulous. It's looking good. And then, um, yeah, so it seems like a lot. But actually, if you are hosting a holiday party and you've got total lush relatives that just need to have a cocktail, this is a good cocktail to serve them, my friend. I'm looking, I'm very enthusiastic about this. And then, oh, I need to get my Angostura. And that's pretty much it. We'll do it, we'll um, top this off with a little bit of uh, fresh rosemary in the glass. As a garnish. Wow, this is fabulous. Now, I should say, too, that the recipe actually calls for cinnamon sticks to go into the simple syrup. But I know a lot of people are either allergic to cinnamon or they don't like cinnamon, so I kept the cinnamon out. What kind of Philistines are these? If these who doesn't like cinnamon? Johnson, you're a cinnamon man, aren't you? Do you like cinnamon? I absolutely am. Would you like, would you like a cinnamon I'm, I'm stick in the glass? Did you come it, prepared? I mean, yeah. Oh, well, I'll have a cinnamon yeah. stick. Okay, great. Excellent. It's Matthew it's GG. Hard. It's good to be hard to say cinnamon in it. But All right. Yes. Where is it? Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Oh, it's down yes. here. There's cinnamon in it. The <laughs> folks on YouTube enjoyed that slight uh, moment. Hey. Hey, there you go. We're back. Sorry. She's back. <laughs> <laughs> hey. And the so, rosemary. Are you slapping the rosemary at all? Or you're just no, dropping I'm it just in. No, I'm just dropping the rosemary in. It's just really meant to be a little garnish because you don't want to, you don't want to have like the floating rosemary bits all in the drink. Winds up in your wow. teeth, and suddenly that charming Christmas smile is is uh, yeah. not so a little piney. No, no, no. It's Charlie, Ooh, the drunken I'll elf. I'll have this one because I just got. <laughs> there we go. I'll do that one. So is everyone? Which is one of the few six? claymations that isn't run on a regular basis, but. Charlie the Drunken Elf is really one of the favorites in my house growing is he, up. Is he the cousin of the guy who wants to be a dentist? Yes, that's Hermie. Oh, boy. Yeah. Charlie was the ne'er-do-well brother. Yes. Is the, everyone, sorry, is everyone doing cinnamon sticks? Yes. Sure. Okay, great. All right. Oh, these are great-looking cocktails. They look great, and they'll look even better once the, uh, the rocks actually melt a little bit. <laughs> and next time, next time. See, this is what happens when I don't bring my own cocktail jigger is that I use someone else's and then it just all that all that booze goes everywhere I was uh, you I'm found my jigger you, you found my jigger wanting yes I did sorry Greg that's literally one of the most insulting when things it, anyone has when ever in doubt blame someone else guys <laughs> well you're doing better than me if, <laughs> if they dare invite me back to do that I'll be more like all right, I'll take this chef. one because it's okay fabulous right. so I'm going to take these two I'll okay. give one to Johnson all righty and then we're going to try the Yet to be named, but previously known oh, as. Oh, do we need coasters, gang? Uh, oh, we have coasters. We have coasters here. Johnson, you've got one here. All right. Well, that was an interesting part of the segment, actually, well, moving around that way. Um, all right. So all right. we don't have a name yet, but we're going to give it a sip, Thank and you. then we're oh, going to come up with something gorgeous. right away. It does look good, doesn't it? My all right. God. 
I think I'll That's... keep my career as a podcaster, gang. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. All right. We'll have some swallowing music, and we'll give this a try. Salud. 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 Yeah, that's really good. Oh, my God. That's really okay. good. I, I mean, mean, it's so herbal. It's so complicated as a flavor. And yet, I mean, once you've created the special simple syrup. Yes. It's insane. All right. It smells fantastic, too. Once again, I think you're going to wind up in this year's cocktail compendium, which we are in the process of putting together, as you were back in 2019. That was a great compendium. Wasn't I thank you compendium? again for it. That was a... Salud. Salud. Um, yeah, no, that was fun. We did the rainwater, as I recall. We did. Mm-hmm. That was fun. That was a great drink. I still make that at home sometimes with the beet vodka. Mm, Do you really? Delish. Yeah. Oh, that was good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. All right. All right. So now we have our cocktails. We've begun the uh, conversation. Everything is going to go beautifully from this point what? forward. Let's what do you start mean from this, this point forward? Well, as soon as I'm drinking, I'm happy. <laughs> until then, it's basically just fluff until I get my cocktail. <laughs> Assuming that I haven't been drinking all day, which would be an unwise assumption. Um, <laughs> all right, Matthew, let's yes, move to you, my friend. Now, you are, uh, as I said, a Minneapolis-based artist. You have a uh, space in Minneapolis, correct? Where you're I have a new space in St. Paul. Oh, really? And, uh, yep. And I, well, I was, I don't know if the, no, the, the old space was, was uh, St. Paul as well, but it's... Uh, um, used to be in the Triangle Building. Uh, now I'm in the Northwestern or the Northern Warehouse Building. I always get that uh, mixed up, but it's uh, they can in Lower be. Town in St. Paul and um, beautiful, beautiful space. Fantastic. How, what's the most important part of the space to you? Why did you choose that? Is the lighting great? Is it energy? Uh, wow, that's a bullseye question because. Uh, there is no perfect space, you know. I mean, and um, uh, what's really great about this space is it, this one is very warm in comparison to what we had before. We had all white, twenty foot ceilings, which definitely my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but gentrified out of our old space, and and then uh, back to back to. Uh, you know, St. Paul, Paul's art, art space kind of got blown out of the water when they, when they lost the Jacks building. Mm-hmm. So it shot, it shot artists all over uh, the city. And now we're kind of coming back to Lower Town again. And, and, uh, and so now I'm back in Lower Town. And, um, but the, uh, the space is, it's an old warehouse, uh, exposed brick, mm. uh, uh, Hardwood floors. See, why super is high that ceilings? Always the gorgeous. best environment for artists. Every artist and every person. Like I love that feel and that look. It's the old Chelsea yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. reclamation of the yeah. old warehouse spaces. But why? Why does that work for artists? Well, I do know, uh, even because science and science says that high ceilings help creativity and uh, elevated thought. Seriously? I'm not kidding. Yeah. That's interesting. Cl- so, so uh, you know, the sense of, of openness above you does definitely give you a sense of a, of, I, I know for me that it does, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe for someone who's not sensitive or maybe it was something, someone who is, you know, uh, very mentally talented. Uh, 
doesn't need a higher ceiling, but mm-hmm. environment matters to me. You know, it, it does for creation. My friend, you're talking to a man who owns an interior design firm. Yes. <laughs> environment, I can say, is very important on every level, and I'll validate that thought. Bethany, you would agree, right? I would totally agree. You know, I was thinking, too, and I the, the name of the author escapes me now, but there, and of course now the, the name of the book escapes me now, but there is um, there is a, a, a book by a Japanese author that in part talks all about why high ceilings are actually just like you're saying, Matthew, that, that yes. they basically um, help to form creativity and actually variations in height of ceilings, I think helps as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm going to, of course I'll remember the name of the book after we record. It goes without saying. It goes without we'll put saying. it in the post-production show notes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Put it in the show notes, Greg. Johnson, but, you got that? Yeah. Put it in the show notes. Excellent. I heard it from Gretchen Rubin originally. Anyway. So, um, I wonder, too, like, do you think part of it is that, like, a, an environment like a warehouse is less precious than... Oh, absolutely. An, mm-hmm. you know, so than that something too, else? Now, so, <laughs> yes. And so, like, I, I made reference to the Swedish chef earlier about making, you know... When yes, we, indeed. <laughs> like, uh, I am not uh, a neat creator. And, uh, <laughs> okay. Um you know, and, and yes, um, I'm just picturing you like yeah. looking like a human Jackson Pollock. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe uh, my wife will slaughter me one day because I'll like something new that she gets me. I bring it home with paint. She hasn't slapped me yet. But it's coming. Oh and, God. <laughs> so there's barely anything that I own that doesn't have paint on it. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, not precious. I mean, that's, that's even a creative technique. There are some people that literally will mess up their canvas or mess up their whatever just to have something to react to because that blank, precious, unspoiled white space is It's not right. It's, it it's, is. It's, I mean, it's, then it's, you've got almost a limitation on what you can do. I mean, it's going to – nobody wants to make a complete and total mess out of something that's pristine and pure. I mean, that's not yes. – I mean, if you've got the old environment – you can actually just go to town and what's what's going wrong it's like it's like when gerber so john gerber as we all know our artist in residence at first started coming in and he kept saying he didn't want to make a mess in the studio because it's right off of the lounge and i'm I like i can see that and i'm like no man no i wanted a mess i want to see paint on the walls i want to see paint on the floor because that indicates creativity occurring here mm-hmm. as opposed to curation agreed agreed Wonderful. Wholeheartedly. So we know you're a slob. We know that you need (laughs) all of these things. Yeah. Let's talk about your concept of art and what you're creating. Now, your artwork is... Well, first, how do you describe it? I shouldn't try to put Uh words in. Um, This is going to be a nightmare for you. I'm ready. And it's a nightmare for everyone. And this is... You know, it's it's my strength and weakness at the same time is... is, uh, my inability to focus and and it I'm only into it if I'm interested mm-hmm. and and so um I am all over the place mm-hmm. so I can tell you that where I'm trained I'm trained in in printmaking I'm trained in uh uh drawing the body the human body figure drawing mm-hmm. uh that's not where I ended up <laughs> okay um uh I do very large scale abstract there's everyone has tried to put 
oh. their own spin on on abstract. But mm-hmm. uh, well, by definition, it's abstract. How can you yeah, define uh, something abstract? Well, they do their best, and people you know, they, <laughs> it doesn't stop. People want people <laughs> want a category. They want to understand, mm-hmm. and and they want words. And and I t- if if you wanted words, I would have been a writer. Uh, <laughs> That is a great point. Um, what do you think? Yeah. A lot of people talk about they want a story behind the art, right? Sure. I mean, it, and, but there sometimes isn't. I mean, especially if it's... Or is there? Do you have stories behind your work? Yes. Okay. I do. Um, I do in that they are... They come out of where I am at the moment. Okay. So they're more... They're, you know, it's not a memoir anyone could read. But mm-hmm. it's certainly, uh, you know, a bunch of tick marks of of time. You know, each each little creation becomes maybe a, just a, a a telltale sign of where my head's at or my spirit's at. At the, at and the when time. Can, and, and when you see it, does it bring you back there? Thank God, no. <laughs> see, that's a lot like me. I'm drinking heavily. I never have to go back to anything I did because I don't remember it. <laughs> so, so I do. I'm not a past person. Okay. I'm like I like um, the past. Bear like I don't form memories hard. I don't. I don't. I don't focus on the past. I. Um, it takes. Uh, Maybe I'm lucky. Maybe I'm lucky because of the difficulty in trying to just be present and be coherent. Yes. Uh, that that I need to be here now. Um, but no, I do not go back. And um, sometimes it's startling. Sometimes, uh, really? And it's just, you, Where was I then? Really? I mean, that's kind of interesting. Wow. It's almost like a journaling with, with, you know, limited ability to remember the moment. You're reading something that could yeah. almost be written by somebody else. And and a lot of it is just introduction to like um, like I said I can't I can't be pinpointed and and if I grow bored of something it's gone you know I, I where did you where did you start so stylistically I cut you off before we describe okay. the the abstract and again sure. it is difficult to, to describe Bethany though you you have known Matthew for quite a while and mm-hmm. you're an outside it's hard sometimes to describe your own art Matthew so I'm going to kick it over to you how would you describe Matthew's work. Well, now that we've been talking about, you know, you not being a past, like someone who like is fixated on the past, what I, what I think is now that I've like can see your work and yes, I would say it's very abstract. I would say that there's like a little bit of a Pollock-esque aspect to your work and on the, hmm. and on the Uber over here, we were talking about, um, you know, just this, uh, this like sense of, 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 of time and, and what I think is really interesting about your work is that if you are, if you're up close, cause like Matthew's work, like some of these pieces are like what, six feet yeah. tall, right? I mean, they're, yeah. it's um, like, it's, you can like grab hold of the art, right? Like not, I mean, figuratively speaking, what I love eight. about it, six by eight. Right. So I, what I love about it is, um, I can, per, I personally can see, the the moment in time where you were actually applying the paint by the brush strokes or the spattering or how whatever it is your technique is and I'm probably butchering the technique here so I don't apologies if I am but what I one of the things that I really love about Matthew's work is that you can see his process mm-hmm. within the work I think that's really fascinating so I am process heavy and okay. so and so in, in that that takes some un- unpackaging um 
I have a, I have a very strange technique. Okay. It's not the only thing I do. Okay. But um, it is a, so. So I, I do a thing called a ac- acrylic lift, and I think it was born out of frustration. Probably most things are, but mm-hmm. but uh, I'd be showing work. I'd be tra- uh, showing traditionally cre- created work. Traditionally, meaning you're working on a substrate. You're adding something to that substrate. You can kind of tell the order in which things are being done. You can kind of tell the the, the uh, technique that's being used. And, you know, inevitably, you're showing in some public place, and the public is coming through, and the public has opinions, mm-hmm. a lot of public opinions, <laughs> and you can hear them. And, and um, if you don't take them too seriously, you can, you can learn a lot. And my favorite is, you know, the guy coming with his girlfriend explaining all the art mm-hmm. like he knows it all he was like oh well he just <laughs> he just and i and and he just kind of got anchored in my mind oh he just the, he just and i'm like is it just is it maybe it is just i mean so i started to hide mm-hmm. he should have crept uh, up behind the guy and been like well actually no, sir hide. well i didn't hide behind it wasn't them just the painting anything. starts speaking and as far as Anything, Those people are all still alive. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's one of the great things. Find a girlfriend who doesn't know anything about art. Take her to an art gallery yeah, and just keep talking. Sounds smart. Right. Sounds smart. <laughs> but it's... But, go ahead. Sorry. So anyway, what, what, what it ended up making, uh, and, and I will try to make this... I mean, it, I've, tr- I've tried to describe this before, and I, um, I took the chance to jump into it this time. I, I don't like to give necessarily secrets away, but... Mm-hmm. I have a very bizarre way of making very large canvases and okay. and it's and it's kind of like printmaking it's kind of like wood wood cuts it's kind of like uh i I paint on a very large uh, well let's just call it plastic, but it is something it's kind of an oil and water resist type thing. I paint on a big sheet of plastic okay. I make an a huge sheet. Of, of paint that allows me to rip off paint, add paint, rip off paint, add paint. Um, really? And, That's really cool. And so, it is. And then, and then I attach this huge skin of paint to a substrate. Mm-hmm. And uh, if it's good enough, it'll stay that way. If it's I'm one- not done, I'll splatter more paint on it. <laughs> There's no problem that more paint can't fall. If I'm still bored, if, it's, <laughs> if it stops talking to me, it know. is. You know that is one of the things that um, you know that someone, what, uh, an artist once said to me was one of the hardest things to know when you're an artist is when you're done. Yeah, and uh, d- uh, another thing is it takes two people to make a painting, one person to do it, the other person to tell you when to stop. Or really? Uh, I mean, tell you when it's done. But yeah. do you have that ability? I mean, who tells you to stop? Then is it one of the other personalities? I don't let anyone tell me. <laughs> and maybe that's a problem. <laughs> that might that might be a problem. But but uh um overwork is mm-hmm. I mean here's the uh, um I know I know that the controlled brushstroke mastery of in in creating a, a creating something beautifully rendered that you can tell what it is 
it, it is a skill. It's a beautiful thing. It's a tradi- traditional thing. Uh, it just bores the living daylights out of me. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Um, so in, in this day of imagery that to get someone's attention is hard. It's, it's hard. It's and true. to hold someone's attention even harder. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and to talk about your art, which is a visual medium in an auditory medium. Yeah, exactly. Like we're doing it right is. Now, we talked right? about it's that on the way here. It, I'm sure. How does one shots paint help. a picture with... Agreed, by the way. We haven't had nearly enough quite yet. Jeez. The warm-up shots were nice. Yes. And Johnson and I did a pre-pre-game show warm-up shot, um, which is delightful. Um, okay, so... This is a flipping amazing, it, and I'm. this is coming home with me, and I'm going to make that. This is a great drink, no question about it. Here's... So one of the things that you brought up, uh, Bethany, you're right. It's hard to paint a picture. I should... You know, folks are out there. They may not be driving. They may be at home, be by a computer. So, as we're talking, what is the uh, best way to see the work that you've created online? Ah, uh, so yeah, MatthewGGHome dot com. That's M A T T H E W G G Home H O L M dot com, and uh, that's probably the best way. Uh, Douglas Flanders and Associates. Little plug for Doug. Mm-hmm. Um, he's my gallerist and um, great guy, and and uh, he's been in business five ever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and um, and then you know any art crawl or anything like that, and I've been expanding into and you, and you keep that updated too. on your site, correct? So uh, people can... mostly, you know, the 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 thing is, is um, that that is every artist's. They say they do, but they're lying. They're so We've already lying. established they that you tend lying, to be messy. And I, I, you I, tend I, to be I, ADHD. <laughs> and then I'm asking you if you're consistently updating you, your website. I, to, I, said, I said to myself on the way here in my mind, and I didn't quite start the conversation but with Bethany, but I am not going to lie or I'm not going to polish anything. So well, thank you. I appreciate that. That makes great radio if it's unpolished. We like the unvarnished <laughs> version. No, we do. We do. The thing is so so like like integrity being real. Everything. I mean, if you don't start there, man, it's hard to get back. So integrity once um, lost is gone forever. I mean, it really, really is. That when people know is coming home with me too. <laughs> so, <laughs> now ask me if I have any integrity. I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. So well, only partially. The, I think Don't ask you, him. So There's only one answer. I think he's fooling. I think he's fooling. I think he actually does have integrity. But A sheep anyway. in wolf's clothing. Thank yeah. you very much. But that is that is absolutely fantastic. I should also, again, Bethany is here. I should ask Bethany a quick question. So you are doing podcasting coaching still with your latest smash hit in in the uk correct yeah arrived daily arrived daily how is that going just broke top 100 podcasts in entrepreneurship in the uk which i have to say the show's been out like a week and a half like i'm pretty excited about that god that's fantastic and you can listen to it of course though on spotify and itunes and stuff yeah apple podcast we don't say itunes now greg we say (laughs) apple podcasts (laughs) do you you see how much gray is in this beard at least i'm not referring it to it as like you know is it on am or fm radio (laughs) i love it i love it thank you yeah no you can you can hear it now it's out it's out on the podcast airwaves anywhere you get your 
podcasts. Anywhere fine podcasts are heard, you can hear it now. <laughs> but wait, if completely. you subscribe today, Bethany will send you her signature in the mail for no particular reason. I will. I will. There you go. Fair I've, enough. I've been following, and that is the truth. I've been following. She can tell you. She waves at me. I don't know how it happens. She pushes a button, and I. she doesn't even look Oh, down. yeah, when she I do my Instagram lives, and, yeah. I always wave at Matthew. And, hey. and uh, yeah, uh, I will tell you she is working her ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, it's paying off. I mean, she's, I, to the best of my knowledge, I'm not on any British charts. I mean, a couple of, know. you know, police Wouldn't records. Wouldn't that be great to no say? <laughs> it's like, well, I didn't say I'm I don't have a police Britain. record, Greg. I just said that I'm also on the charts in the well, UK. This says you're big with Interpol, so I don't know if that's <laughs> <laughs> I'm huge with Interpol. That's a band, right? Yeah. Uh, that's what somebody yeah, yeah, told the me. band, right, uh-huh. the band. <laughs> But it's, no, it is. I mean, this is all a creative whole that we are talking about here. And it's based on the spoken word. It's based on visuals. So here's the question. This is all art that we're talking about here, yes. plain and simple. But to you, Matthew, art is what specifically? We, we were talking a little bit about this before the show. Why is wow, there art? What is, is art? Awesome. Good question, man. Wow. <laughs> it's wow. The, it's the cocktail. That's the best question I've ever... <laughs> Johnson, keep replaying that for a little bit, will you? <laughs> yeah. It'll be the new soundbite uh, for your show. Right? soundbite. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. Wow. Forgive the dramatic pause. I'd, uh, that's, hu- it's, that's a huge question. Um, uh, art is uh, what you are compelled by your DNA to do. There's no one exempt. There's no one exempt. If there is any sort of creator, if there is any anything, if they are made in that creator's image, you are then a creator. And uh, I think that it's a scary adventure to put forth anything into the world that uh, that you end up showing to someone else and go, <laughs> see what I did? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I love that you said your art is what you are compelled by your DNA to do there's n- yeah. so that's amazing here's what's beautiful about that statement this is why that was in my mind so utterly meaningful in in classical history people found ways of limiting their egos by understanding that there were forces beyond reality before yep. beyond themselves that were coming and visiting this upon them a muse the most common but the, sure. the word genius yeah referred to an extra body experience. I was visited by a genius. Yes. But the same is true of the DNA concept that you're talking about. It's not my creation. It's what I'm driven to do. Right. So I do, I do myself a favor by getting myself the hell out of the way. Amen. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, uh, I think I read that book. I, I don't... I, like Eat, Pray, Love, I think, was the woman who... Like I, I don't know. I go. I listen to books. I don't read them. I don't have time. Yeah, so, yeah. No, I got to keep up with all you smart folks. <laughs> and, um, I read the backs of liquor bottles. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> well, so you said that, I'm impressed, so Greg. To say that's a lot of reading for you. <laughs> that's true. It's like a novel by the end of the year. <laughs> To say that a genius visits you, I mean, so like that is, I mean, so, so there's, there's much where that came from. And the thing is, is our modern people like to think 
that uh, they are a genius. Yeah. No, you're not. No. I tell you, you no. are not. I mean, you, it, you, you, something in the air, in the, in the timing, in mm-hmm. the, in the, in the, in the availability, in, uh, you know, in, in the spark, something uh, allowed you to be at the right place at the right time to make a statement, mark, uh, um, movement, whatever. And, and, um, you know, yes, uh, um, these things are necessary there. We're all evolving at the same time. If that spark doesn't hit you, it moves on to someone else. Someone else will, you know, Mm -hmm. eventually. And one could even say that, you know, Nothing comes automatically. You don't pop out of the womb with a paintbrush no. and the ability to create fabulous art. It takes work. It takes honing. You have to create the right environment for the muse, for the genius to visit you. And when it does, sure. you have to be prepared. And I'm just saying that anyone can do that and, and, and that your interest will lead you to what you're compelled to create. I, uh, um, podcast. Uh, making someone else's house a freaking amazing, you know. Uh, I agree. Um, you know, the, uh, I heard a thing that I thought was magic is just anything that you've spent an unreasonable amount of time perfecting. Preventing? I, I wish I could. Per, no, uh, uh, perfecting. Perfecting, per- okay. Perfecting. And oh. so. Um, like I look at Bethany and I'm like, that is an unreasonable amount of time to spend in your closet recording something. But thank you. <laughs> You're not thank wrong. Thank you for Matthew, being unreasonable. I appreciate the product and I appreciate the, the and, and, you know, so. Um, the, the effort and work behind it. Yeah. A hundred, and the commitment also to it. I mean, there's another, you know, aspect. It's now very few artists that I know have been artists always. Most have, you know done something else and at some point felt comfortable enough to launch and say this is what I am this is what I'm creating yeah. was that the case with you as well and and what was the point at which you made that that decision? is interesting and what, what while you were saying that I think that actually everyone was born an artist and then someone how do you explain a maybe your, your your kindergarten <laughs> teacher your first grade teacher your mom your your mean dad, some, someone killed you. Someone said, you know, oh, you know, that's not that good. Someone critiqued you and it hurt, so you stopped creating. Interesting. Did, um, and you're talking about not just, not just painting. You're talking about everyone is born with some kind of ability yeah. to enrich the world, which, frankly, is what I consider to be art. Sure. Art is any kind of enrichment sure. uh, of, of the world around us, whether it's meaningful, no matter how vast, it, but it, you're right. Somewhere. It's, it's applying your creativity to anything. This drink masterpiece. Thank you. I couldn't agree more. Cocktails <laughs> are Who? art. Um, Cocktails are art. Who wants another round? I'm in. Okay, good. I'm absolutely in. So you're going to go mix one. I'm going to go mix. For you those guys on the radio, chatting. I've raised my hand. Um, <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> another round around. Yes, please. Okay. Johnson's got responsibilities. But, okay, so so I I love this concept of everyone's born an artist in some way. Different type of art. Again, could be verbal, could be written, could be design, could be what have you. 
But even if even if we just were to talk about just what I do, I'm you know making visual mm-hmm. image imagery. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, kids are natural. Mm-hmm. They're like like I'm looking at your piece that's right across from me. It's yep. a black and white piece, obviously created very quickly with an enormous amount of energy. Mm-hmm. It's it's. You could even say it's childish. It's it's it's, but mm-hmm. the boldness and everything of making that those marks that are on this beautiful black and white uh, thing in front of me, mm-hmm. um, they are without without critique. They're almost automatic without, and, and that's what kids can do before they've been critiqued or graded or. Well, isn't that one of yeah. the fundamental? You know, complaints or not complaints, but observations that people make about abstract art is my kid could do that. Now, of course, going without, I mean, <laughs> no, your kid cannot do that. You just think he can because you don't understand what's happening. You're right. But it still is a matter of, of, of calling back to that basic human creativity. And your being kid able to- can do that. But when it's time for that kid to make a living, he will have forgotten. <laughs> so... I don't know. I'm, I'm sure Picasso, everyone says this about Picasso. He was, you know, and, and I hate to even bring him up, but uh, you know, he said it took him forever to paint like a child again. And and mm-hmm. and so what? I, I I don't know. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't. Um, no, it's well. It's like it's, the, it, yes to to get loose again, mm-hmm. to get out of your own head again, mm-hmm. to get you know to to go back to the garden when when everything was innocent and. Yeah, try doing that. That's yeah. fucking hard work. I'm sorry. That's it's a great point, work. and yeah. I like to hear that defense of it because yeah. it's absolutely true. And yeah, yeah it, it it makes sense. This particular piece, I think, is actually interesting because it's Japanese. Uh, oh. it's, it's a Gerber, actually, because I have in my office. I have two Gerbers. I have a is Lara that Tunda, his? Bob Hess. That's this John's. Is, that's one of John's. Shh, that's a smoking piece. And that is one of the pieces. So John's favorite uh, inspiration is um, Hokusai. Is that ah, the is that the, is that the imperfection thing? Is What's, that please, I, uh, please it's, well, in, it's, a, it's a Chinese or Japanese artist who has a particular style of like you see a lot of his waves and and they're fascinating. His favorite quote is, you know, Hokusai lived till he was like you know ninety six, and they asked him when he became a great artist, and he said, "If I live another hundred years, maybe you'll say, yeah, right, or I'll say I'm a great artist." Excellent. But it is it is the control. I mean, it is it is controlled chaos. Oh, yeah, thank you, dear. Um, and, and, and that takes skill. It takes skill, not restraint. It's not suppressed. We're not talking about puritanical use because yet to the best of my knowledge, there were no great Puritan artists. I bet. (laughs) (laughs) Cause they didn't restraint takes a lot of energy. But is that a goody windshoe? That's a genuine goody windshoe. But no, it's, uh, it is, it is, I mean, this is why I love talking to artists, a different concept associated with what you see and an understanding of what's within it. Johnson, we're raising a drink to you, you, even if you're not drinking. uh, Oh, Johnson, so responsible. That That might be the best drink I've had. And I don't mean to say that, but holy, like I like old fashions anyway, but they can tend to be, uh, sweet. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And these are most definitely not. I mean, the simple syrup you're using, I mean, it's is it a lower sugar content than you'd have in a general general? No, it's no it is the, the ratio is is the is one to one, one to one water and in, in your sugar. But um it's funny cuz I actually was wondering if these were were going to be a little bit too sweet. Mm. But I'm glad you enjoy them cuz I'm enjoying them, and I generally don't enjoy sweet sweet that much. So you have, uh, once again, opened new doors for me, dear. It's a a fantastic experience. Well, good. I'm glad. You know, I don't tend to be an um, Mm old-fashioned lover myself, but Mm -hmm. um, I think it's just because I find them a bit almost like too simple because there are so many amazing cocktails out there now that I'm like, well, why would you do an old-fashioned when you could do something a bit more, you know, with a bigger flourish? But I really liked this recipe that I found. I wish I could say that I could claim it, but... No, it's fantastic. And at some point, we'll come up with a name for it. Yeah, we'll come up with a name um, for it. Because it deserves to be monikered, and it must be published. And I will make sure I do that for Publish you. Publish it, then. It must be published. It must be published. <laughs> it must. <laughs> Fair enough. And as it happens, I am looking for someone potentially to do the new cover. Uh, Matthew. So we'll talk about that at a later <laughs> time as well. With Gerber did Yoga the Mania. original. Volume 2 or Volume 3 now? We were going to. This will just be Volume 2 volume because two. we had hit by COVID in 2020. And as you recall, I did, what was it, Johnson? About 52 weeks of the best of uh, <laughs> Drinking the Style. <laughs> 2021 was the last year of Drinking the Style. Oh, it really was. Yeah. It, it really, really was. So we didn't have a book, but we're going to put one together again this year. Um, which is fabulous. Okay. I'm going to ask you, I hope that I'm not yelled at for this, but this is totally a different concept. Johnson, how much time do we have left, actually? We got five minutes? All right. Seriously? We actually, wow. It has, as always, flown by insanely yeah. quickly and without That's breaks and drinking crazy. in between. Again, ladies and gentlemen, I, I know I've talked about this before, but as you're listening out there, send me an email, greg, uh, greg at com. Let me know what you think and other thoughts that you have on how to make this particular format work, because this is genuinely unique to the best of my knowledge. Bethany, you're in the biz. Do you know anybody doing a cocktail party-esque podcast no. of this kind? No, I don't actually know anyone doing a cocktail party-esque podcast i dig it i'm well I, clearly i've you know liquored up but i'm having a good time <laughs> i think it's a great concept greg i'm gonna email you tomorrow also the fact that you just gave your email out live is uh pretty disturbing to me but sure really good luck with that <laughs> greg at habitation dot com. it can be found anywhere luckily i have jackie who's gonna go through all my emails yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Nigerian prince for you. <laughs> it's a great deal. I got like three of them. What are the odds? It's fabulous. Three yeah. of them. I'm wow. totally off the radio next week. Screw you all. I have like $17 million waiting for me on Tuesday. It only cost, it only cost me 500 bucks. Good luck with that. <laughs> I actually right. have my first framed... Uh, check that was fraud. Uh, oh uh, no! My first fraud, fraudulent check. You know of of really where, where they overpay you like uh, you know ten thousand. I think you know I had a seven thousand dollar painting or something. They they sent a check for seventeen thousand. <laughs> thank God for the internet because I was like wow seventeen thousand. I'll never have to work again. <laughs> anyway, uh, fraudulent and framed. I have a picture of myself and a Nigerian parent sitting yes. together yes. No. <laughs> doing a shot. Thanks for He's laughing hysterically. Them, I don't know why. He really found me entertaining. 
Um, all right. So we only got a minute or two left. And here's what I'm going to hit you with one last question. We've already yes, talked sir. about where to, to see your work. We've already talked a little bit about uh, your website, etc. Here's my final big question. Are you ready? I hope so. <laughs> that last one was huge. That took a lot of mental. What effort. is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? No. Um, what you European or African? Outstanding. <laughs> no. Here it is. The the fundamental question. And I'm I'm pulling this out of the top of my head. So don't expect okay. something too enormously deep. Are I you ready? So. I hope it's you ready? If you had only one piece left to paint. What would you come up with? Greg, that's mean. Wow. It's, do you oh, don't think that's a really goodness. good question? I, it's I a think great I, question. I nailed it on that. It, you nailed it. It's mean. <laughs> it is mean. But you know what? <laughs> I've been into it, mortality. You answer days. it. <laughs> I know. Wow. I know. Just do on that it's Is it good? But Jeez. there's a world of opportunity because you can paint anything you want. You are a sage. Jeez. <laughs> I'm a drunken sage. Maybe. I love it. <laughs> Which, by the way, is pronounced sage. <laughs> sage <laughs> enough. <laughs> or shage. 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 I'm, I'm huge in Europe, and I'm a sage. <laughs> um, I'm gigantic behind the uh, Iron Curtain. <laughs> the, my, my, my first love is the human figure. And unfortunately, it is hard as a, a, a you know a, a male human being to respectfully you know do the uh, female figure and the male figure in any any without with you know as it is so artful and and I don't know if it's our if it's our own uh, time that we're living in maybe we're just beginners you know where we're at right now but mm-hmm. uh and not not evolved but but man the 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 human figure is so incredibly uh expressive mm-hmm. you know to do something um that could hold someone's interest over time as that is the subject matter i would the human figure is what it comes down to in the end that's yeah. That's what you would like to leave in some this fashion. place presenting. Um, and it is true, because honestly, can you think of anything more beautiful than the human figure? Honestly, for, no. speaking to, the, to, to our souls, being driven to connect with one another means that the human figure, the human body, is the paramount. And, and it's a call to creativity again. I mean, creating more of you. Agreed. Creating more of us. Creating, you know, it's, um, that makes me actually really happy to hear because the first piece I've bought from you is indeed the human figure. It is. And it spoke to me. And there was a story with that we could have talked about as well, of it going from one person or another person of interest here and there. But it is, in my opinion, quintessentially you. Ah. Nice. Thank you. All right. So there it is, ladies and gentlemen. We have (laughs) drunk our way through yet another podcast radio show. And again, this special, very special 
episode of Drink in the Style. If we could do like a little like bubble inside to put our faces, <laughs> that would totally <laughs> nail it. But nice. Thank you very much. So on behalf of Habitation Design, the District Edina, Matthew GG Home, and the GG stands for Great Guy. Uh, which I think your parents were really foresighted in that. Yeah, I hope so. Something like that. Or Guggenheim, go get them. Anyway, uh, on behalf (laughs) of you, Matthew, (laughs) on behalf of Bethany Reed Peterson and her her podcast... Arrived Daily. Arrived Daily. AM 950 and myself, Gregory Rich, I would like to wish everybody good luck this coming week and... I'm going to throw out a very simple but always true quote, in vito veritas. If you don't know what it means, look it up, because it's pure truth. Good night, everybody.